Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is the podcast that looks at the how and the why and the what of slow living in a uh, in a fast-paced world. And don't forget the where. And the, and the where. <laughs> My name is Brooke McCallery. And I am Ben McCallery. And thanks for joining us. Thank you indeed. This is episode 153. And we're going to talk about a really, really interesting topic, something that a lot of people have We've mentioned on the show before and the important role that it plays for us every Monday at 9am. <laughs> yeah, if you ever find yourself wondering at 9am on a Monday, what, what are Ben and Brooke doing? <laughs> this is where we tell you all about it. And of course, we're talking about... Our whip. Our weekly whip. Which is not as rude as it sounds. Exactly. <laughs> It's our, uh, our work in progress meeting, which we have every Monday. We said 9am, not 9pm. <laughs> so this is something that we've, I've written about it before. We've spoken about it briefly, uh, you know, in various episodes. But I think that it's actually the key to how we manage to work together, live together, like each other most of the time and get stuff done in a really intentional you know, like air quote, slow kind of way Yeah. while still feeling you know, in control of what we're doing. So we've come to realize over the past sort of 12 months that this whip is the, the cornerstone of that. I guess the backbone. Really is, really is. But so, just, it, it just provides a real no nonsense approach to getting stuff done. Yeah. Like in an intentional, mindful way. Yeah. And communicating in a really <laughs> clear manner. Yeah. So, refreshing but honestly it's it's designed to save you time and stress during the week exactly so we thought that given we haven't sort of had a an us focused podcast for a while like a our hostful, yeah our yeah. hostfuls have, have become uh you know a real q a kind of feature which we love doing and again keep submitting yep. your questions we love helping but we just wanted to check in and talk through a bit of what we're up to and and why and yeah where we're at but before we do I just want to welcome our, our new sponsor. So a few weeks ago, we actually had a host for where we spoke about finances. And it was it's a recurring question. People really want to dive into how to manage their finances. Um, and I, and I, I mean, I completely understand why that's a question that comes up with slow living all the mm. time. Because so often the reasons that we don't feel like we can slow down or make particular decisions is because of financial constraints. So one of the key things about slow living is to, to get a... I guess, get a better grip on your finances. Because mm. we're always looking at ways to simplify our finance because one of the things for me was before we started on this journey was paying something on the card and there not being enough money in the card. I'm just going to put it out there. We never used to be that great with money. No. <laughs> we really didn't. No. So over the years, we've tried lots of different things to keep on top of it. We've done envelopes, we've done spreadsheets, and I'm not like a highly organized person. I, I freely admit that. <laughs> Looking at me like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So when we discovered this app called Pocketbook, it was basically everything that we needed in terms of financial uh, management hmm. that we'd been looking for that wasn't anything convoluted or overcomplicated. So anyway, we reached out to the guys at Pocketbook and asked if they'd be interested in coming on board as a sponsor. They were, and I am really, really excited to, to introduce you to them. Because essentially what they do, they've got an app, you put it on your phone, and it connects securely to your bank accounts. And you're able to categorize all of your expenses 
and the app will put all of the outgoing expenses into those categories. And at a glance, you can look at how much money you've got, where it's gone, where it's going, what your overall kind of standing is financially. So you never have that time where you, you, you go to pay for something and you don't have enough money in the account. Yeah, because it's, it's a holistic look at it. It's not just one account from a bank app. It's actually looking at your overall situation and that's why it works. Exactly. So when you're looking to, to create a slower, simpler life or a life more aligned with your values, which is something that we talk about at length on this show, it can be really time consuming to, to do all of this manual budgeting and, and shifting of money around into different accounts. Essentially, Pocketbook will do that for you and make it a really simple, easy process that at a glance will give you an indication of where you're at to get any day, any week, any time of the year. And it's that simplicity that has been the most helpful thing for us. It's just, it's just taken all of the stress out of the financial conversation. If you think that might be something that will be helpful to you, I would highly recommend that you check it out. Uh, it's a free app, by the way. And all you need to do is go to getpocketbook.com slash slow home. And that's it. Check yeah. it out. They've got all the information that you would want over on that website. And uh, yeah, try it out. All right. Let's whip it. Whip it good. (laughs) Okay, we're going to talk about all things whips. And this is not new. I don't think we've mentioned it before, but WIP stands for work in progress. And I did WIPs when I was working for companies for ages, Mm. every Monday morning. And I felt like I love setting my week up, knowing exactly what's happening and being able to manage that. So early last year, we started to do this probably very informally. But now it's got to the stage where it's very formal, as in it's 9am every You wear Monday. a top hat. I wear a top hat. I have an evening dress on. Yes. It's very formal. Yeah. Black tie. Think mm. black tie, mm. tails. Mm. So talk us through our whip. Well, we set the table with the silverware. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know enough about fancy things to go on anymore, so. <laughs> Get out the silver. Yep. Yep. We um, rattle our jewellery. Yes. Yep. We, uh, so... Kids off to school Monday morning. First thing we do as a matter of like quite, like as a matter of importance really uh-huh. is we sit down, have a cup of coffee and we do our whip. And for me, that means I just get my, I have one, like one notebook that I work out of every day. It's like my, 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 I don't know, the center of everything I do. It's where every thought that I have, every list that That's I write no- goes, yeah, right? Notebook. Yeah. So I get my notebook, you get your laptop. We get our calendars, which we've synced to a certain degree. And we sit down with an agenda. First thing we do is go through our calendar for the week and make a note. Like I make a physical note in my notebook of every time one of us is out of the house for a meeting or an appointment or anything, you know, reading groups for the kids. And from there, we just go through. It's a, it's a standard agenda, actually. So we look at everything that we need to do for you know, podcasting and Jackrabbit, all the shows that we produce. Then we look at any new projects that we're working on. Uh, we look at your freelancing work and what's on for you that week. Uh, then business development stuff. 
So that's kind of all of our work things. And, and it depends on the week really as to how long and how involved any of those conversations are, but we will go through both of our, our weeks ahead and mm. everything that needs to happen under each of those categories, noting, like noting action tasks down as we go. Mm. And at the end of the week, we have usually a, like a double page of tasks that need to happen over the week. Before we get to that, we then also include home-related things. So if the kids have got something on, if they've got a dentist appointment or anything, mm. really, like anything at all, anything home admin-related goes on the list. Finance stuff. It doesn't, yeah. like, everything. everything. Yeah. Everything that we need to, to think about goes into this whip. And then once we've finished it, we sort of leave room for anything that we need to talk over, like mm. any problems that we're having, mm. anything that we need to, to bounce an idea around uh, on and then we're left with this huge list <laughs> some weeks we look at each other and we're like that <laughs> what can we do with this this is overwhelming i've got to say it's so important to for us but we've had the biggest arguments mm. during our whips mm. it can be quite confronting because you realize exactly what you've got on and sometimes you then start to question why you're doing things. That's the beauty about it, right? Absolutely. You, absolutely. You cannot get a clear picture of where you're at without having these conversations. And yeah. we've realized that. Yeah. So we're going to talk about it in a minute. But we have had moments during these whips where we're like, this is ridiculous. We have too many things on and things need to start being cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going to lie. There is certainly an element of that which is related to like the guilt of having a lot on my plate, being someone who talks about slow and simple living. Like the irony is not lost on oh, me. Oh, absolutely. But one of the reasons that we wanted to have this conversation is because I think it's actually really important to be honest about this stuff. It's not all roses. It's mm. not all like easy. Mm. It's not all slow and it's not all mm. simple. Yeah. It's life and we're building things and we're doing things and we're trying things. And sometimes... That means that, that things get busy. Mm. So I, I'm not going to say that there isn't a certain element of guilt with that because mm. of what I talk about, but it's, yeah. you know, it is how it is. So it does promote in some ways difficult conversations, but to be able to do it at 9am on a Monday is probably the best time to do it. It saves you from having those 9pm Wednesday night yeah. melt, meltdown <laughs> argument discussions based on the fact that I've got so much to do and I've only got two working days to do it. Yeah. So it's designed to be hard, but it's designed to be able to set your week up so that when it comes to Wednesday night and you might be feeling like you're nowhere near the completion of what Mm. you set out to do, at least then you've got a a, a map that says, right, these were the priorities and you list them like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, however, however, however many. And then you can start to say, well, because I ate the frog at the beginning of the week, mm-hmm. as in I did the most important task yeah. at the beginning of the week, you at least be, you're able to acknowledge that and process it more rather than, so at least you've done that rather than procrastinating and, and waiting to the last minute. And uh, freaking out on yeah, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we both are actually very good now at taking this this master list and as part of the whip, we will then nominate a day for each of those tasks that need to happen. So that means some days have a quite a long list, but what we're both really good at is 
like front loading our weeks. Mm. So Monday, Tuesday, and often Wednesday are really quite full days, which leaves us for Thursday and Friday um, to do things at home, but also to pick up the things that didn't get done on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. And so to the point that most of the time now we will get to the following Monday, look back at last week's whip and see that the vast majority, if not all of those things have been done. Mm. Whereas me two years ago, that would never happen. Like I had things on my list to do for weeks and weeks at a time. Mm. Exactly. Whereas now, if they continue to be left undone, we really have to question how important are they? And it's exactly right. There's things that come up in whips every single week and you do, and that's when the hard conversation exactly you're like, like well this has been undone why, for weeks why have you been putting this off why has this been not a priority every week for the past four that's exactly the reason for them mm. and, and there's so many benefits one of the best feelings i have every week well i'm not going to say every week but i know that i've had a successful week when i am doing the vacuuming on a friday afternoon <laughs> Woo-hoo! like i feel actually happy that I've been able to work through priorities and I'm doing cleaning on a Friday afternoon rather than on a Saturday because that means that I know so that I, I love vacuuming on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed so much. Yeah, who are you? I know. <laughs> and then I think the thing that I find really helpful is that I take this master list and then each day of the week, first thing I do when I sit down is write out my list of things to do for the day. If I'm feeling overwhelmed which does happen, and I've written about it in Destination Simple, I will take that list that might be 10, 12 things, and I will nominate the top three most important things. And that is my to-do list. I don't do it every day. If I'm feeling overwhelmed or feel like there's too much work to happen in a day, I will just nominate the top three things, which is really important because it makes you question what those priorities are and why you're prioritizing certain things. And if you can only nominate three things to get done out of that list every day, you better make sure that they're worthwhile. Exactly. You know, and then what, what often happens almost always happens is that I get those three things done and it turns out that it wasn't as overwhelming Mm. as I'd assumed. And I will get through the rest of the things on my list or another three or four items on my list, which has got me, you know, got the forward momentum going. So um, that, I mean, I know that's an inevitable question that we'll get is if you've got 20 things on your to-do list, how can you say that that's simple or slow? Mm. First of all, I'm not saying that it's simple or mm. slow. Sometimes you just, you've just got to do that amount of work. But the other thing is you can deal with it in a way that makes you feel intentional and mindful while also getting a lot of work done. And that's where the three things come into it. What do you do if you have something come up midweek? That's mm. quite pressing and is basically a priority. What do you? How do you actually manage that? Because that's going to happen. And it does it probably happen. happens every it happens week. All the time, eh? the yeah. kids might get sick. You might get sick, or I might get sick. Like in terms of life stuff. Um, but you might get an email or an opportunity that, while I'm a big fan of saying not right now, thank you very much. The whip has enabled us to say that so much more. Yeah, and again, we're going to talk about that in a minute because mm. we're kind of in a process of doing that in a very big way, Mm. I will essentially look at the whip, look at what my priorities are, look at what can get shuffled around. Um, And I do like, I'll either move things that are on the Wednesdays list to Thursday or see whether or not those things can wait until the following week. What of the remaining tasks can be shifted to the following week? What doesn't actually need to happen? Mm. You know, some of those things on the list are, are going to be nice to have. It's not absolute necessities. And 
on, t- on occasions when, when things come up, those nice to haves become like can't do's, <laughs> you know, and because that's the reality of it. I think if you're going to, to do the kind of work that we're doing and be receptive and responsive, but also prioritize downtime and slow time and not answering emails at nine o'clock at night and not checking in on social media over the weekend, that there, that means that you, you do have a limited amount of time. So you need to prioritize. Yeah. That's how I deal with, with them most of the time. We, we, we're actually very good at not expanding our work hours out, out of control. Like very rarely do we work at night anymore. Uh, and even more rarely do we work on weekends anymore. Mm. Which It's I mainly think, early mornings now. Yeah, which is fine because that's mm. when we both actually get quite a lot done. Mm. You know, I, I don't have a problem with that. But, yeah, you expand to, to the level that you, you can or you want to and then you just renegotiate. <laughs> yeah. So that's our whips. It works for us and hopefully it would work for you as mm. well. And, by the way, you don't have to do it at, on a Monday. You can do it at any time. That's what I was going to say. So yeah. I wrote a post uh, for Tish Oxenrider's blog, The Art of Simple, I will include a link to it in the show notes, which will be at slowyourhome.com slash 153. In that same post, I'll also include sort of a, a basic agenda of what we do for our whip. But if you go over to, to the article I wrote for Tish, we talk through, or rather I talk through what we do in quite you know, a great deal of detail. People found it really, really helpful. Mm. And one of the biggest pieces of feedback I got in the comments was that people were going to either were going to already had adopted this idea into their family life. It's not even couples who work together, but people who just want to have a good handle on what's happening in the week ahead. And often partners will do it on a Sunday night. Yeah. So Perfect I think time. exactly, you know, it totally depends on, on why you're using it and mm. what your, your outcomes, what you're hoping your outcomes will be from doing a whip. But yeah, I think if you, if you think that there might be something useful in it, figure out the best time for you to do it. And it could just be you doing it yourself as well. I just find it so helpful because I'm a procrastinator. So to have you there and and to talk in really concrete Mm. tasks rather than, you know, kind of general ideas, which is what I used to do. Like my to-do list used to be things like think about a book. (laughs) That's that's not a task that you can do. Think about about things or plan like, yeah. What does that mean? You know, yeah. write an outline for, yes. <laughs> you know, write the first three paragraphs of, great. But think about or plan or, you know, start. Like they're not, they're not necessarily to-do list tasks. So to have someone else for me to bounce ideas off is, is vital. Now, if someone was to take a photo of your whip notes, mm. one of the first reactions I think would be, that's not very slow. You're not practicing what you preach. Yes. What would be your reaction to that? First reaction would be to get defensive. <laughs> like you are now. Exactly. You're just like theoretically saying this and I'm like, yeah. how, how, how very dare you? I get it. I get that when I have a lot of things going on, as we have had for probably since November last year, and mm. it's now April mm. 2017. You have written two books during that time. That's right. So it's been quite the ride. And I, I think, to be perfectly honest, this, the rest of this year is going to be similar. Mm. There's been a lot of moving parts. We started a business. We launched the podcast network. I've written two books. You've been working a lot of freelance work. Mm. So I get it. Mm. But it's a job. Mm. It's my job. Mm-hmm. Writing stuff, making things, 
working with people, helping people tell stories, encouraging people to slow down and simplify. They are, they are my job. It's a weird job, but it's my job. So, I mean, I don't think you could say to a nurse or a school teacher or someone else who has busy full days, that's not very slow because that's their job and that's mm. what the job entails. I think it's how you go about doing that work that's important. Mm. And with the odd exception, I go about doing my work very mindfully and without huge amounts of stress. There were times when I was writing the book that was stressful, but it's mm. writing a book, you know, it's not, it's not an easy thing to do. And so I never felt bad about that. Mm-hmm. I think, I really think it's how you go about the work that you have that is important, the mindset. So Carl Honoré yes. says that it's not about the pace when he's talking about slow that's living right. he said it's not, and it's, mindfulness. That's right. You don't necessarily have to do everything slowly. And he's a guy who loves, like he, he talks fast and he's mm. um, a very energetic man and he plays like ice hockey and, um, you know, he loves fast paced sports and stuff like that. Like he's not what you would stereotypically think of as a slow living advocate but it's about being right paced. Mm. So it doesn't need to be slow. If I'm working and I try and condense my work days down into five or six hours while the kids are at school most, most days. So that's condensing kind of nine hours work into five, let's be honest. So I work really solidly and quite quickly through things. And that's the right pace because it's like, it's what I need to be doing, but it's also enough to be doing a good job of it, if you know what yeah. I mean? It's almost like you're going fast to go slow. That's exactly it. I, and I think that's a key element to, to my philosophy is sometimes you do go fast in order to be able to go slow. And that's what we do. Our, our weekdays, our working weekdays particularly, are quite full and busy, but they're not hectic. And we, we create it that way so that we can sit down and eat dinner together every night so that we can take weekends off so that we do disappear into the bush for hours on a Saturday or a Sunday so that I don't feel bad for not answering an email on a weekend. Like we have created it so that we can have both. Mm. Not perfect mm-hmm. because nothing is. And I don't ever want people to think that I'm saying that this is like the, the way to do things because this is what works for us at the moment. But yeah, I mean, I do, I do kind of get defensive when people say, you're not living very slow. Well, I am. You're just not, you're seeing my job. You're not seeing my life. Yeah. But I will say that you and I are going through, basically, well, we're working with someone at the moment to help us strategically review what we're doing in our business and all the different elements to that. Because we have come to a point where now we realize that we've tried lots of different things over the past 18 months and they've all worked in some capacity. But now it's a matter of kind of trimming the things that aren't working or or reeling things back in to a core of work that is going to work for us moving forward. You know, I think, I feel like we're in sort of the startup-y sort of phase for the last 18 months where we were, you and I were doing pretty much everything in our business and now we've started to, to build a small team around us, started to work with people who are very good at the specific things that they do so that we don't have to do everything. Do you remember when I edited the podcasts? <laughs> All of them. Yeah. Yeah, you used to edit every single show. It was show. crazy. But you're right. We, we feel like now is a perfect time and, you know, you can read 
business textbooks about startups that every 18 months they need to evolve anyway. But so this is the perfect time for us and we're working with someone that is just adding a little bit of clarity coming in, telling us some hard truths yep. about what we're doing. And then, but also going back to our why's, like, what is, why are you doing what you're doing? What do you actually enjoy? What are you good at? Where's your passion? So we can do all the self-analysis ourselves and we do regularly because that's the, you know, the art of mindfulness, but it actually requires, I think, someone like a, an expert. I mean, I, I guess it's us to our listeners as well. It's yeah, that maybe. external voice that comes in and, and talks about what are, what's working, what's not working, where do you want to go, where are you now, where do you want to be? Mm. So that's a really exciting time for us, I think, because it is, it is, it's forcing us to practice what we preach. Yeah, exactly. Which was, which was necessary. Absolutely necessary. So there's going to be some, some changes. There's going to be some significant changes. There is. And I think that that was always sort of on the cards, but it's been really helpful to have that clarity coming from an external person to say, okay, well, this was your plan for the first 18 months. It's worked really well. Mm. You've, you personally have done a lot of kind of double duty in terms of helping us build the business up to a certain level, but then also you're doing a lot of freelancing work, which has been necessary. You know, if we're being completely honest, it's been totally necessary in order for us to get to this point. But one of the things that and it's really interesting, actually, that we're, we're currently running the, you know, the Monday series where we're encouraging people to discover their why and, and, you know, maybe spend some time really diving deep into it. Really interesting to me that we're kind of doing the same thing in our work while we're encouraging people to do thing, the same thing in their life. Because I think what we're doing is starting to look very closely at our personal why and how we can continue to develop that into the work that we do. And what's become clear is that we're really passionate about a couple of things. I mean, I'm incredibly passionate about helping people to, to learn how to slow down and simplify. The irony being that I've kind of been running around doing lots of different things in service of that, which has been necessary, don't get me wrong, but the time, for, the time is coming to an end of me doing that, I think, because now we've got to the point where I can start to focus more clearly on different ways of helping people to slow down and simplify, because what that then means is that people can start to simplify, slow down, and then go and live a life or create something or build something or do something that is in service of their own why. Mm. Do you know exactly. what I mean? It, gives, exactly. it, it is giving people the opportunity to go and live a more value-centered life. Mm. Like, that's what I want to do. That's what the last six years has been about, mm. really. And it's taken me all that time to get down to that kernel of it. Mm. But once you get there, and that's with the help of this guy that we're working with, you can't unsee it. Mm. You can't not do something with that. And that's where we're at now. Yeah. I don't know whether you share this opinion, but... I love doing what we're doing. You know what I love the most? I love doing hostfuls and helping people with their specific questions. Mm. I love the interviews, don't get me wrong, but I just love that interaction with mm. our audience. And that's what we want to focus on. We want more of that. That's what we feel makes the biggest difference. Because mm. we see people's reaction once we, we, we answer their questions. And you guys really love it and we want to keep doing it. And that's, honestly, that's going to be our, 
our focus over the next little while is to work out ways of of doing that more how, yeah how we can yeah. help people more yeah. that's essentially it so mm. i mean i know that kind of sounds a little vague and nebulous at the moment but that it has to be right now we're still working yeah right? we don't actually know what that looks like at the yeah. moment yeah, that's ex- what we're working through exactly yeah. but i just i don't know i felt like it was important to have this kind of checking conversation because mm. we did it when we first launched the business and everything was rosy and happy and we were so delighted that you weren't having to go into the city every day and stuff and i feel like the last 18 months as you'd hope things have changed a lot mm. but maybe we haven't given a really good indication of what that looks like for for you know for it to have changed a lot mm. So I think it's really important to to kind of be honest about this and it's messy, mm. you know. Mm. I've never been like the, the slick kind of person to just, I don't know, present like unreality. Never have, never will. Mm. doesn't interest me. I don't know how to anyway. But, yeah, I just – apologies if that sounds too general. But <laughs> You don't need to apologize to me. <laughs> So I guess if we could come out of this conversation with one request, yes, I would really love to hear from from you guys, people listening. Like, what do you need help with? Mm. We're going to put together a survey or something in the next couple of weeks that will be more specific. But if there's anything, if there's one thing mm. that you could ask of us that you could mm. get help with that, that you need help with, even if it's not from us, but in general... Pop it in the comments mm. of, of the post over on Slow Your Home today. Yeah, let us know because we've got some ideas. We've got some ideas around how we'd like to connect with you guys more. We've got really good ideas and we're going to get this all on a on a listener survey so you guys can actually feedback uh, directly onto these ideas. But, yeah, if you've got a, some, initial, some initial thoughts that may inform what we do on that survey, we'd love to hear from mm. you because we are – We've got this renewed enthusiasm to really connect with you and this community that we think is amazing. Bloody awesome. Yeah. That's so true, what you just said about renewed enthusiasm. Once we, we spent some time talking about our priorities in work, but which now are completely entwined with life as well, and we started to remove the things that weren't priorities that we were just doing because either out of necessity for a little while or because we thought we had to, once we've stripped those back, you're absolutely right. Mm. It's become so clear what our passions are again. And that's really, yeah, I think mm. I think through this conversation, we've really kind of uncovered what feels so good about that, that kind of simplifying process, particularly in terms of our work. So go to episode 153 on slow, slowyourhome.com slash 153. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> and... Help us help you. We're really interested in your ideas and thoughts and stay tuned for a more formal survey in the coming weeks. But for now... Have a great week. We thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful week. Jackrabbit FM. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.